Hello, and welcome back to the Chaotic Witchy Mama podcast. This is your host, Haley. Last week, we talked about how to get back into witchcraft after having kids. And this week, we're diving into water, which has also been a huge impact on getting back into witchcraft for me. And of course, there's going to be ways on how your kids can join in on the fun. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so I just want to start off with there is so much that you can do with water. You can make crystal water, moon water, sun water. You can sound charge your water. You can collect rain water. You can freeze your water, then melt your water. You can charge your water with your own personal intentions. So much. I am just going to show you or tell you a little bit about some of the basics, how I started, and kind of get into a little bit of science as well, a little bit of quantum physics, because a lot of my spirituality kind of borders science, and there is actually a lot of really good science about the benefits of water. So I like using water in a literal medicinal and magical sense all at the same time so for me i actually started with crystal water and moon water kind of at the same time so i would fill a couple fancy glass containers take them upstairs and put them on my altar desk which happens to be right by a window which sees the sun and the moon beautifully great great place for an altar desk and a window so I put my container up there I put crystals around the glass jars not inside a lot of people put like amethyst and clear quartz and citrine and stuff inside of the water but I personally like putting all of the crystals around the container on the outside because there are a lot that are not water safe. The three I just mentioned are water safe, but if you're not 100% sure, just don't do it. I like to use a lot of crystals that are not water safe, so I just put them next to the jar and it does the same thing. So I'll let it sit like that overnight. And then in the morning when I wake up, I will take them downstairs with me and thank it thank the water for sharing its energy with me and then I will pour some of that into my kettle to make some coffee and pour the rest in a cup for me to drink and so I did it like that for a very very long time I would go a week or two where I would do just rose quartz around it and then the next time I would do amethyst and then the next time I would do selenite and so on and so forth to kind of experience the different energies of the water. I've also there was a time span where I would put sticky notes on my glass containers with words on it like I would tell I would write I love you on a sticky note and put it on my glass jar. I would put a little note underneath it so that way the words were facing up into the water and I would let it sit like that 
And then it's getting charged with the rose quartz or the crystals and the moon and my personal intentions of me telling it and writing it a note and telling it how much I love it. And there's actually a little bit of science behind that one too. So there's this Japanese scientist who did a study on water that basically says water holds memory. And this has been a very common thing for a very long time, with or without Dr. Emoto, I think was his name. He's a Japanese scientist or doctor. And his studies basically were he froze water that he said different things to. Like he froze a cup of water that he said, I love you too every day. And then he froze a cup of water that said, I hate you every day. And then there's a cup of water that you ignore. And then you freeze it. And you can see the freeze patterns, which is pretty cool. I actually did this once with crystals. I put a little crystal in the bottom of a, like, four separate glasses. And I just put a little bit of water in it. And I put them in the freezer to see if the freeze pattern around the crystals were different. Which they were, by the way. I have a TikTok video somewhere about the crystals and the water that I froze. It was so cool. I remember I froze a carnelian and it had like a really strong swirl around it. So that one was like a fiercer energy than like my um, amethyst frozen water was. That one was like a soft swirly circle of frozen water around it you can literally see like a bubble around each crystal and a freeze pattern around each one it was really cool so you can do the same thing with words and water as you can do with the crystals and the water it's so amazing and then with that said water makes up like 70 or 80 percent of our human bodies right and water also makes up like 80 percent of the world like we are living on a floating rock that is just covered in water and dirt and grass mostly water water is the source of life of all of it water and the sun and the air and if it wasn't for this water that we are living on and we have living within us, then we wouldn't be here. And the water has become toxic, not just in a literal chemical sense, but it's emotionally toxic. It holds all the memories and thoughts of all of the people who are negative around it or towards it or just don't care and then that water makes its way to other people and it impacts everybody it impacts everybody this is why a lot of people will say like practice gratitude and tell your water thank you before you drink it or meditate with it for a few minutes before you take a drink you're reprogramming that water that has probably depressive memory for some reason or another and you're telling it hey I love you I appreciate you 
and then you drink it and you're filling yourself with love and appreciation because our body our bodies are also made up of mostly water just like this earth is made up of mostly water and so we need to start appreciating our water so our water can appreciate us right back and fuel our souls in the way that it is actually meant to. It can't fuel us when it's not fueled itself. There's this concept of living water versus dead water, and most of our water is dead water. Living water is water from a stream or waterfall, naturally flowing water, structured water. And dead water is what you get when you turn on your water faucet, especially if it's not filtered, you're getting fluoride and other chemicals and it's been pushed through a water system in all kinds of ungodly, unnatural ways and that water ain't very happy anymore. And you gotta remind it to be happy and then drink it and let it remind you to be happy. <laughs> that is a little bit of adding some personal intentions into your water as well. You could also sound charge your water by playing happy music next to it, whether it's an upbeat song that you really like that makes you feel good, so then it's gonna make your water feel good and you drink it and it's gonna make you feel good. Or you can just look up one of those basic YouTube you know, meditation sounds that's like stress relieving sound, 750 hertz or something like that. And that'll work too. So you can sound bathe your water with your voice, with music, with any of that. And that kind of goes back to the Dr. Emoto practice where the water holds memory again, right? So you're giving the water what you want the water to give to you, basically. It's an exchange, a trade, a share. <laughs> You can also use your water and charge it under the moon for whatever specific energies you're looking for. Um, I don't work with the moon too much, so I just kind of do moon and sun water like every single day. Like every single day, I bring down my water from the night before, use it, refill those containers, and take them upstairs and they sit all day in the sun they sit all night in the moon and then the next morning I grab them and for me I use it like that for balance um, the, the sun is you know like masculine fiery uppity type energy and like focus oriented get it done type energy and moon is, you know, the feminine, calm, go with the flow, just take it in type of energy. So I personally like charging my water under both and thanking it for balancing me um, instead of just sun water or just moon water. A lot of people will tell you, you have to get your moon water before the sun touches it. Otherwise it doesn't count anymore. And I don't understand that. Like the sun doesn't make it. So the moon didn't charge it anymore. And honestly, a lot of times, especially where I live, 
The moon and the sun are out at the same time. So to those people who think you can't do moon magic when the sun is out, I just don't understand because they're out at the same time a lot and they balance each other out. They don't cancel each other out. They balance each other out. At least that's my perception of it. That's how I feel about it. But basically you can... You know, put your water up there on a full moon for full moon energy, new moon for new moon energy. You can put it on there for a waning moon or a waxing moon for whatever it is type of energy that you're trying to pull forth. Now, moon energy is a whole separate episode. I'm not even going to get into all of that right now. I'm just saying you can use the moon energy in your water, however it is that you can adapt it to work for you. So whether it's crystal water, moon water, or some variation of them both, I use this water that I make daily for the kids as well. I have a gallon glass jar that I fill with water and I set upstairs with my crystals by the window for the moon and the sun and that comes downstairs the next day and that gallon gets drank up between me, my husband Brandon, and the kids. I then have a few smaller containers that I use. They're glass as well. I always use glass that I use up there. I bring them up and I put them next to the gallon with some more crystals by the window with the moon and the sun. And... The next day when I bring those ones down, one of them is for my coffee in the morning and then one of them is for my afternoon tea. And I will actually do an episode about coffee magic and or tea magic because I use that very, very regularly too. But yeah, so getting your water ready for you and your family. So this water magic can obviously, like I said, include the kids. Because they're drinking the water that you just spend all of this time and energy making into living, appreciated water. Also, I do happen to have a handful of rocks that are just regular schmegular rocks from outside that my daughter or son brought in. And I like to use those around that big glass gallon jar that I was just talking about because that's the one for the family and those kids brought those in. So those have the kids' energies and intentions in them too. So, you know, again, kids are putting magic into the water too. Another thing that you could get into is ice or snow. So basically, you can get you an ice cube or bring in some snow if there's some snow outside and just watch it melt. And imagine all of your worries melting away with the snow. And then you can take it outside and dump the water in your yard, in the street instead of in your yard. So that way it's past your barrier and it's gone, gone. That's what I like to do. So, like, I'll get a bowl of ice or snow. I'll watch it melt. I'll imagine everything, you know, melting away with it. And then I take it outside and dump the water in the street past my yard. So, it's not in my house. It's not in my mind. Out of sight. It's gone. And I just feel like that's a very useful one for me because you can watch it literally, you know, melting away. 
And for me, I like physical representations of what I'm doing internally. It just kind of like helps me focus. You could collect rainwater. I've never really collected rainwater like that. But my way of using rain is I like to just go outside and play in it. <laughs> Which kind of leads into the next one. Play. Have fun. Just enjoy it. So water in general has like a cleansing and healing property to it, right? So I like to just kind of go outside and bathe myself in the healing energies of the rain. So I will literally just stand there and let the rain wash over me and or dance. Sometimes I'll dance in the rain, you know, um, tap into your Drew Barrymore. <laughs> and I say that for those of you who have seen her TikTok that talks about just go outside and enjoy the rain. But for real, do it. It's actually been really rainy here the last few days, and I have definitely stepped out a few times and played in the rain, especially with my kids, and that leads us into, you know, your kids joining you in water magic, especially if it's raining or snowing. Go outside and play. Play is so important for kids and us as adults. We don't play enough, and our manifestations that we want so bad would come to us better and faster if we actually took a break and played. So I think that's probably my biggest tip and my most important thing with the water here. So have fun with it. Experiment, research, just keep trying new things, adjust it. I've, um, I've changed my water like stuff up so much and I'm constantly changing it because there's always new information there's always new ways to adapt but remember you are water and water is you so be thankful for it appreciate it enjoy it play with it and just understand that we are one with the earth, with the world, with everything and everyone. There's a word behind that that I don't know off the top of my head right now. Where everyone, like where you believe everything is connected. I'll have to look into that. Maybe that'll be an episode. I don't know off the top of my head. But that's a thing that I believe firmly. I believe in like a collective consciousness and stuff being passed down through generations and stuff being passed through vibrations in the air and the water especially through the water because like I said earlier water holds memory and it transport it and it transports it so the water I drink and then I urinate right and then it goes down the toilet you know into a sewer system and then it gets filtered into another system and then it gets basically recycled and we drink that water again eventually later it holds all of that memory of everything I put it through, everything the, the plumbing has put it through. Um, it remembers what the earth has put it through. And that's also why just thanking it, I feel like, is so important. Just thank you for going through everything that you had to go through to get here and nourish me. I appreciate it. Also, to touch back on the water having cleansing and healing properties, um, baths, of course. I forgot to mention ritual baths. And if you can't do ritual baths, 
You can take a ritual shower where you take your bath or you take your shower and you envision, imagine, or visualize whatever word you like, whatever suits you, but you imagine all of your worries washing down the drain. You know, if you're in the shower, you can, like, feel it or energize it. Like, um, imagine it coming from your head all the way down all your chakras, out of your feet, into the ground and down the drain. Um, In the bath, uh, I like to light my candles and get some crystals. And I sound charge my water and all of that jazz that I kind of already talked about. And... You know, you take your bath and you just kind of calm and you practice. I like to like meditate. I like to do guided meditations. Sometimes I do non-guided meditations, but I just kind of chill. Chill as F in the bath. And then when I feel like I'm done and I'm recharged, I'll pull the drain, but stay in the tub. This is the part that was really hard for me for a while. So you pull the drain and you sit there and you watch the water go down the drain. And you just imagine everything that you've just cleaned off of you and out of you, literally, physically, and energetically. Just imagine it all going down the drain. It is gone. It goes through the plumbing and out of your yard, out of your house, out of your body. It's gone. That's another great way to use water and cleansing magic. That's one of my favorite ways. I take a bath like every other week. I would like to do it every week, but that's just not very realistic. It's kind of hard for me. I envy the people that can do it every week. Some people do it like every couple days. I really envy that. I wish I could eventually. Eventually. I've got a lot of ideas for my practice in the future, especially when my nine-month-old isn't sleeping in my room anymore. That'll make things easier. But for now... They just get to chime in on everything that I do. And I used to be mad about it, but now I love it. Because they're just involved. And I like to be inclusive. Also, when it comes to the bath magic, I just want to throw in there that you can do bath magic for your children. I definitely do this when I give them baths. I'll give them some Epsom salt, some honey, the Epsom salt literally and figuratively draws out the toxins that are in your body, pulls them out. Honey has healing, literally and figuratively, healing and protection properties. And of course, bubbles for fun, just to add some fun into the water for the kids. So you can give your children Ritual baths, too, minus the candles and crystals, you know? Just as you're running that water, get your Epsom salt and or honey or whatever it is that you're adding into your kid's water and add it with intention. Play some of that music while you're running your children's bath. You know, just as you're running that water, tell that bath that it is going to not only clean but protect your children for from future energetic negativities you know that's just something that I don't think I've ever actually seen anybody talk on everyone knows or seems to know some version of a ritual bath 
please do it for your kids. Why not? I'm just saying. As I keep saying, let them join in on the fun. They will love it. And you can explain it to them as you do it. And whether or not they understand it the first 85 times you explain it, that's fine. But, you know, I'm putting some salt in here for protection. I'm putting some honey in here for healing. You know, like, just casually mention what you're doing as you do it. And not only are you explaining it for your kids to learn and understand, but you are voicing it. And voice has powers too. You're literally turning it into a spell as you voice it out loud. And that's just another layer of magic into your life, your children's life. Once you start believing that your voice holds power, you can use that in your benefit too. Okay, so that's all I have for now, and I look forward to hearing back from you guys. You can find me on TikTok at The Chaotic Witchy Mama. You can find me on Instagram at The Chaotic Witchy Mama. And you can also email me at The Chaotic Witchy Mama at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you, and until next time.